Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Time, only on Netflix. This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May of 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. There's no place to escape to. This is the last podcast. On the left. That's when the cannibalism started. What was that? Solid gold. Like solid gold. <laughs> okay. Cost uh, a million dollars. Marcus, are these things on? <laughs> uh, these things are on, although we did not get all of the Ben is a tuba talk. Oh, yeah. no, yeah. Keep the tuba talk in there. Okay. For those that missed it before the mics were on, Henry said I was a tuba. You are a tuba because you Thank sound you. like farts, but you look, look like a million dollars. Look like a million dollars, which yeah. seems like a very expensive tuba. Yeah. Can and if you buy a tuba for a million bucks, you got ripped off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some guys walking down the street being like, can you believe I fucking yeah, hoisted that broken tuba on that tubaless moron? You know, and he's walking by and then he gets hit by a truck. Of course, it's a bunch naturally. of different scenarios you can play. Can I out. introduce the show, please? Okay, Marcus Parks is here. I am Ben Kissel, and we have hungover Henry Zabrowski. Hey, you know, you, you kids go play quiet in the rumpus room so dad can uh-huh. uh, sleep on the Barca lounger for a little bit, all right? Daddy's having a bit of a headache because mama won't let him party in the house. Isn't that sad? So, of course, he's got to drive drunk home. Yeah, you know how it is, but I'm good driving drunk because I'm confident. That's I'm right. I'm turning on my turn signals back and forth. You yeah. know where I'm going. Just going straight, though, but oh, turning absolutely. on the turn signals. Just so that they're afraid that I'd turn. Yeah. You know, because that's yeah. how my kids are always going to be afraid when daddy turns. Well, that's terrifying. All right. Well, let's go on to something more terrifying than Henry Zabrowski driving drunk with a far, uh, with a car full of children. Uh, Richard Ramirez, part two, the heavy hitter. Marcus, uh, where are we at? He just killed Maybell. Yeah, he just Ma killed Bell. Ma, Ma Bell. Oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah, yeah. Maybell sounds like a cow. Well, Ma Bell doesn't sound that different than a cow. They called her Ma, Ma Bell because her name was Mabel Bell. Okay. Oh, wow, that's really close. Yeah. That is very close. I it's understand. Very, it's a clever name. I yeah. like it a lot. After Ma I mean, Bell. It's not like, it's like, I, I've. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so let's just do a quick recap. Yeah. We have a Richard Ramirez, uh, made to kill, five years old, hurt his head, two years old, hurt his head. His cousin Mike shot his wife in front of him. Taught of course, him how to be a super stealth murderer. A super stealth. Uh, he got into, he started sleeping in cemeteries. Uh, Father was abusive. Off to pictures of dead women. Yep. And now we're here. He's, he's popped off a couple. 
but once you pop, the fun don't stop. The fun does not stop except for the people that you're killing yeah, kill violently. Yeah, brutally yeah. murdering. Right. Yeah. The next victims were Harold and Jean Wu. Uh, oh, right. No, another Asian couple. I oh. mean, you you are making a big deal out I'm of the not different making races a, of the victims. I am not making a big deal out of it. I'm simply uh, saying that it is interesting that he doesn't seem to have a... Um, a, uh, it's a very diverse... He has no demographic. He's, he's no, a diverse no, he uh, picks spree we, of kills here, yeah, right? Absolutely. He's picking whoever. No, you just sounds like my mom. My mom's like, I'm not racist. But every single time she's like, oh, a new Applebee's o- is opening up. It's run by Orientals. <laughs> well, that and would I was make like, what your do you mother mean? race. What does it matter that it's run by Asian people, first of all? They're Asians. Right. Not Orientals. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's fine. It doesn't matter. What I'm just saying is, your mother is racist. She was married to an NYPD officer for quite a, a number of years. So what happened uh, to uh, what happened to the Woos? Uh, the yes. Woos, of course, he he broke in, uh, shot the husband in the head as he is as wont his, to do his ammo. Oh, his ammo yeah. because he won't because he's not a big guy. Big guy. We were talking about this last time. Big he guy. is yeah. your uh, he's your size. He's yeah, Marcus's, he's Marcus's size. size. Yeah, yeah. And so he's that's why when you hear his ending. They got to him, but it's like he needed to neutralize any sort of threat immediately. Yeah, yeah. So he's a small fella. So of course, yeah, he kills the uh, the man first, mm-hmm. the pop to the head, and this guy was he also on the couch? Uh, he was in the bed. Okay, he, next, he just next walked. To the- he walked in, a lot of times. He would do this sometimes where he would walk into the bedroom and just stand over them, just watching them. Yeah. For a long time. And then he'd pull out the gun, he'd shoot the husband in the head, and the wife would wake up. And, of course, he'd go to town on her, as he did with Gene Wu, put her in the uh, the thumb screws. He, now, he loved these thumb screws. Uh, because we said, again, it was used in military interrogation, and he learned how to torture and murder from his cousin who was a yeah. Vietnam vet. That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he raped the 62-year-old woman. Oh, no, uh, she was 62. She was 62, yeah. A lot of the, um, I would say the majority of the victims were older. They were. Mo- yeah. they, it was a lot of elderly people because yeah. it was all about con- power and control. And like, this is a person It's like, I could grab my grandma by the wrists and just like break her arms. You know, I could <laughs> oh, grab sure. her and just like, yeah. clack, 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 and make her a skeleton woman. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I you can know? see that. Yeah, so you can't, it's just easy to, to hurt an old woman. Do you think that uh, as far as, you know, we were talking about when we when we did our uh, great episode on black serial killers, we discussed the Grim Sleeper. And, of course, uh, when a prostitute uh, goes missing, uh, not a lot of cops go looking. But when a black prostitute goes missing, zero cops go, go looking. looking. Yeah. Do you think that it helped him as far as uh, no. staying under the radar, killing elderly no, people, actually, which we throw away in American no, no. society? And el- elderly people are held to be super precious. That's just where... This I mean, is not where, in America, though. No, the Night Stalker was heavily covered. Like, the story yeah. was heavily covered. The whole thing... People were outraged. He he had hold, total control of the city. When the Grim Sleeper was operating, nobody knew he was operating. Right. He, as soon as he started attacking the most, it's children and old people, the most vulnerable members of society. When you attack them, you get the whole fucking city looking for you immediately. Yeah. That's why he got caught. I mean, you know what? This this reminds me of something. It's the Harlem Globetrotters. When they play the Washington Generals. Tell, tell me. You're doing, the sorry, Harlem Globetrotters know they're going to beat the Washington Generals every goddamn time because the fix is in. It's in a script. It's in the script. When you, There's no way he could lose these battles. A nine-year-old, an 82-year-old, a 62-year-old. So you're He's calling, guaranteed to win. So you're saying Richard Ramirez is the is the Harlem Globetrotters. Of serial Yes, I am. And that the, the fix is in. The elderly and the children that he murdered are the bumbling Washington Generals. <laughs> That are riding the pine like worst basketball players of all time. It, it, that's correct, Henry. That's correct. Let the record state. <laughs> oh, this is not that, on the record. That is what Ben not, said. That is not on the record. 
that is simply recorded in podcast history forever, but it's not on the record. All right. So anyway, so he shot this guy in the head. Yeah, now he's he on to his wife. He shoots the guy in the head. He writes. <laughs> God yeah. damn. That is where we're at. What is so unsettling segue. about your performance in these last two Richard Ramirez that there's something deeply unsettling about I, all this? I, just I don't know what it is, but there's no. just, something's like making me feel kind of icky. Oh, I look over matter. at Kissel and every once in a while he turns into like a macabre like circus like like leader <laughs> with a big top hat on and a sparkly jacket. He's like, yes, yes. All right. And then how did he rape her? <laughs> See the beautiful <laughs> elephant woman. <laughs> All right. Well, don't talk about my wife like that. Uh, so he rapes her, but he leaves her alive. Oh, Because, uh, again, he's switching it up back and forth. He switches up every single crime scene is a different. It seems like he plays it out mm-hmm. however it is he's feeling because he's such right. a chaotic killer. Because we talked about the two. There's two types of serial killers, chaotic and organized. He's obviously yeah. chaotic. It's about sexual rage. He goes yeah. in and he improvs, quote unquote, mm-hmm. and, this, and then it's whatever the ending Yes but there was stuff. no pentagrams in this murder. No pentagrams, no. So um, why did he keep her alive? He, did he attempt to kill her and she just happened to live? No, he just didn't try to kill her. He just doesn't have to. Yeah, okay. he just doesn't have to. Did he, he ever t- explain that in later interviews, why he would keep yeah, some of these said, people Yeah, he just alive? said that he, like, legitimately, he said it's because you don't have to. He just he's totally to. in control. It's like he yeah. becomes God. And then it's like what Ted Bundy said, where it's like, I'm God of this universe. I'm your mm-hmm. God right now. I right. pick and choose whether you're going to live or you're going to die. Sure. Yeah. So it's almost like this is, a, this is something he that he will mercy. like. He showed mercy. He pats himself on the back. Right. And then comes out and then will tear the fo- throat and eyes out of another woman So in a biz- week. in a bizarre way, he's Killed a man, he shot him in the head, he raped his wife, but he let her live, so he goes out feeling like a good person. Like a good person. Yeah, he's just like, I went to Catholic Mass, I'm, yeah. I'm doing okay. It's like when I don't eat all my dumplings. <laughs> it's like, I've got control. That's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah, it's like that. <laughs> it's hard to make comparisons in the episode, you know? It is. Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah, yeah, we're never going to have the uh, we're never going to have the exact parallel no. uh, situation happen in our lives, but I I, I think the dumpling uh yeah. comparison that's up there with it. Yeah. Next victim, Ruth Wilson, 41. He uh, breaks into her home, goes and finds her 12-year-old son, uses him as bait to let her to have her uh, show him exactly where all of the jewelry is, all of yep. the uh, so now valuables. he's into thievery. No, which he's seems, always he been always been oh, so yeah. he's always been stealing. It's from always the been motivated. There was a uh, during uh, on the Richard Ramirez Born to Kill. They were they, this great officer was kind of talking about how like burglary. There's like a, there's two types of burglary too, where it's just like a lot of it's like burglary is mostly like drug motivated. It's like you need money for or sure. X, Y, and Z, not just drugs, but you're like you need money, so you break in, you take stuff, you get out. And a lot of times people are in the house, you do what you have to do if you got to tie him up you tie him up and if not you get shit and you leave but then there's something to the sexual nature of a burglary about invasion and looking through people's stuff it's the ultimate voyeurism you break mm-hmm. into their lives you are in a house and it becomes a sexual thrill and that's why we were when we were talking last episode is how each scenario kept building and building and building as he was expanding his fantasy you know, it's so interesting that you say that. It reminds me of a story from college. There was a fellow named Anthony Schofield. All the girls loved him. He was a skateboarder. He was busted with 856 pairs of panties uh, oh. in, 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 in his but grandmother's in like the apartment. in 1950s, it was totally fine to do panty raids. Yeah, People would just break into huge, women's like rooms and steal their underwear and, and, their and panties, wear them yeah. on their heads like a bunch of fucking, like they're in the Bilderberg group. That's right. <laughs> you know, Which, of course, Alex Jones uh, uh, is yelling at them. Put down. his foot uh, there's down. There's a great video there uh, that perhaps we can post 
post on the page. But uh, but yeah, so he had 856 pairs of panties, and that's what people kept on saying, like, ah, innocent fun, you know, innocent fun. That's not innocent fun, just um, stealing and he would jack, And he would jack <laughs> off on their pillows, but that reminded me of what you were saying there. He would go in, that is an ultimate high to be, you know, going through somebody's dirty laundry. Anyway, I get a friend from Dave, uh, a phone call from no, a friend, believe Dave me, The Chandler. Chinese people that take my laundry are hard for it. <laughs> oh, yeah, they, they love it. love it. Oh, they can't wait to oh, sniff it. Oh, my God. They're just like, I walk in there and I'm like, I was like, are you wearing my underwear as a hat? And they're like, oh, thank you. You know, and I'm like, That's I give nice. you money. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah, I've, I'm sure that happens. <laughs> um, but Dave called me, of course, and he's a, a great fan of the uh, round table and he's made the, uh, uh, the round table uh, images. Graphics. Oh, oh, yeah, he's artist. an incredible graphic designer. Anthony Schofield, anyway, he got picked up on Craigslist trying to fuck a 13-year-old. Wow. Uh, and, uh, of course, he went on Craigslist was like, man, seeking 13-year-old, uh, hey, let's meet up. And then somebody was like, meet me at this gas station. That person was with the was FBI. a police officer. Yeah, because no 13-year-old <laughs> yeah. is like, yeah, disgusting you old don't, man. I'd you love don't to fuck put you. it on Craigslist, open out. It's like, oh, that's ludicrous. That's right. Uh, so this sort of, is, this is part of the escalation for uh, for Ramirez. Well, now, because what do you do? Because this 12-year-old, he like put him in another room put right? him in a closet. and raped his mother, right? Yeah. Put him in a room. And, and But he, he does, does nothing this, to the kid. Did nothing to the kid. Uh, and he does the exact same thing with his next next victim, Carol Kyle. Did he kill the woman? He did not kill the so woman. So this is just, so we have double rapes in a row. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Yep. And the next one, uh, Carol Kyle, she described him as good looking and said that he, sm- and said that he smelled like wet leather. What? This woman has oh. strange taste in men. Can we Smell agree like with that? Wet leather? I never smelled wet leather. I don't want to. Sounds s- like cowboy erotica. <laughs> saying, and then an old jab rolled over, mm. smelled like wet leather and smoking, smoking mm. papers. And he took off that big shiny belt buckle and took out that cow knuckle of his. Oh, and that's I great. went to town on it, and I never knew a better day of being sheriff. Oh, that's that is hot, <laughs> hot erotica. Gay sheriff porn. I love it. Yeah. Ladies just listening to it on an iPod while they ride the horse around town. Seems like Susan's coming all over the top of that horse. <laughs> Fifty Shades of Hot Leather. So what's next? Wait, I, I had a question. What are the time periods between these yeah. uh, incidents? They start getting closer and closer. Yeah, so it's about a week in between each it's one, It's starting right? to get a week in between mm-hmm. a couple, of, well, sometime about two to three weeks in between. And previously it was about a month span or so? Yeah, between yeah. the first and second it was eight months. It was eight okay. months. And then it's just, it's like all these guys, it just keeps, there is this a, is a typical rage mode. He's, yeah. sort of, he's starting yeah. to slide into what we, yeah, we see with Dahmer and I'll yeah. say where he becomes, he's, he's totally raging out, he's going on a fucking yeah. it's, like, it's like, so after you break up with your girlfriend who you who you you had for five years you you have sex with one girl and then like nine months later you have sex with another girl but then you start to hit your stride and you fuck all the pussy are you talking about yourself <laughs> i don't know i don't know it doesn't matter but it seems similar uh it's at this point in which richard ramirez like many other serial killers almost gets caught but okay. through the bumbling of the lapd goes away <sighs> scot-free he was having a real bad night uh first he tries breaking into a house but sees that the man is awake and is cleaning a gun so yeah, he gets yeah. away from there yes. he decides he's just gonna kidnap a girl out in eagle rock she starts screaming. Someone calls the police. He has to run away from there. Then he runs a red light. Remember, Richard Ramirez always drove stolen cars. Yeah. He was a big car thief. Yeah, he loves stealing cars. Everything, because yeah. also, like, it was a part of his invasion, evasion technique is that you never knew what car he was driving. Yeah. Like, he was, he drove, huh. like, during this whole process, he drove, like, five or six different cars. Yeah. And the cop, um, despite hearing 
Just a few moments earlier, the description of the suspect that had tried to kidnap the little girl, and despite the fact that Richard Ramirez was driving a stolen car, just didn't put the two events together. And in fact, the cop asked him, Hey, you're not the guy killing people in their homes, are you? And, oh, my God. Oh, what a funny uh, and, what a funny joke. And Richard Ramirez says, no way, man. When are you guys going to catch that motherfucker anyway? Yeah. God damn. Oh, so classic. I, yep. I went to that oh, yeah. cop marry Courtney Cox because he sounds like David Arquette from Scream. <laughs> he is a Deputy Dewey, if I've ever heard of a goddamn Deputy Dewey. Yeah, I'm sure you're not that guy that we should be looking for. Not at all. You know, and he's like, gets, he's like, takes it out. He's just like, you're just going to need to want to sign this ticket here. And he like takes a knife covered in blood. And yeah. signs it like he's fucking Vincent Price. That is like, funny. Oh, that's a funny souvenir and uh, penny you got there. Where'd you get that from? He's some kind of museum in a macabre. And he's like, no, 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 I killed a woman with it. <laughs> now, this has been get one of my favorite tra- traffic stops I've ever had. I'm this laughing. car's not even yours, is it? No way, no, man. It's not even remotely my car. It's like, you're hilarious. Get out of here. If I could just meet nine of you a day, my job would be a lot easier, Mr. Your name is Mr. Kyoto? This is a, this ID. Uh, this is an old ID. Is this from 1965? <laughs> uh, as the cop uh, goes that back. That movie Gone in 60 Seconds would have been much better if it was based on Richard Ramirez. I mean, it would have been a lot. Um, the It would have gotten a hard R rating. Definitely. That's for Double sure. R yeah. for Richard Ramirez. My sister is the best gift giver I've ever met of any person. It's Jackie Zabrowski. She shops all year. Thinking about her family and friends and puts little things aside for their birthdays and Christmases. I have no idea how she does it. I don't know how she do it. But guess what? She always wins Mother's Day, but not this year. I'm coming back. Ready to win Mother's Day and cement your reputation as the best gift giver in the family? I'm taking the crown. All right. Give the moms in your life an aura digital picture frame preloaded with decades of family photos. I mean this. We have the aura frame up in my home. We absolutely love it. I can put photos on it very, very easily through the app. It's fun to do. And the memories keep cycling and I get emotional and we filled it with pictures of Carmi and Wendy. And that is not sad. That is celebratory. So you should try it. It's honestly a really good product. Right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. Use code LEFT at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It says here I have to talk about something I need to get off my chest, and I guess I can share it here. I I eat mayonnaise for fun. It's a hobby of mine, and it's an addiction. It's a daily weight on my life. How much I need whipped egg whites and oil crammed into my veins as soon as I wake up and a lot of people carry around a lot of different stressors big and small some people are presidents some people are soldiers some people have to eat mayonnaise especially with hard-boiled eggs which is what I eat for lunch but I guess I should share that in therapy because therapy is a safe place to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down and what I do is I just add eggs if I have mayonnaise left over I just continue to add the eggs. But if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. I hope they can help me. My God. I hope they can help me. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash LastPod today 
to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp! H-E-L-P dot com slash last pod. One in five Americans have learned a new language on their bucket list. If that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off the list with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors. It's a waste. Don't waste hours on apps. Besides appetizers, that's the kind of apps I like. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Did you know that empanada is already Spanish? I didn't. Thanks, Babbel. Did you know that burrito is already Spanish? Wow, I just got to learn all the rest. And eventually, I'm going to be eating downtown Mexico. Thanks, Babbel. Here's a special limited time deal for our listeners. Right now, get 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash left. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash left, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash L-E-F-T. Rules and restrictions may apply. So the cop goes back to his motorcycle to call it in. Richard Ramirez gets out of the car, and the cop doesn't notice this either, that Richard gets out, draws a pentagram on the hood of the car, and scampers off into the night. (laughs) (laughs) This is a real story. This is a real story, yeah. yeah. And this officer, does he still work in the LAPD? Is this is he Christopher Dorner? I mean, who the fuck is this idiot? How do you have a job? Can you imagine, though? uh, But that's like... you could see how it feeds into his idea that Satan is really helping him now. Because yeah. they yeah. talk about this, it's like he's, I bet he really has now, he, he believes that black magic is making him invisible. Yeah. Like he's, because right. he keeps in corporate, because now we see more and more satanic imagery come into each one of these killings. Mm-hmm. He obviously thinks he's being protected. What do you think about his uh, Satanism and as far as his religion goes? Because- I think it's totally, it's an elemental Satanism. It's, it's, it's a primitive Satanism. It's like, it's right. not like I'm going to wear pewter rings and meet girls at a party Satanism. It's like right. he believes that he is he is a demon and he is doing demons work it's like the like fucking house of a thousand corpses yeah so do you think i mean richard ramirez i mean we're reading the damien eggles book Mm -hmm. of course from the west memphis three and you know he was basically convicted because people had this insane idea of satanism and and and, and he wasn't even a satanist he just liked to research things and learn um but do you think that richard ramirez's version of satanism was the one that was sort of the overall narrative that america took as far as to represent everyone who was a secular humanist i mean we interviewed shane moore of course, you oh met, yeah, no, uh, yeah absolutely. That and- was where the idea of devil worshiper came from. They say devil worshippers do this, this, and that. But actually, it's you know, Satanism is just essentially yeah, it's a term for secular humanism or atheism. That's all it is. It's a yeah. funny, it's a funnier thing to do than say you're an atheist. You know? <laughs> right? Just, no one likes to hear an atheist. No, talk. like yeah, yeah. atheists yeah. suck. You know, it's like yeah. but it's Satanism is fun. This is a guy that was like, if I were like the, the thing that pops in my head, it's like. Someone like Vlad Dracul, like the guy that like Dracula was based off of. Like he's the, this is a different bloodline. This is a different strain of thought. This is, I'm, I'm literally doing things for what I believe is a higher, I believe I'm moving with spiritual energy doing the things that I'm doing. Right, 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 right. Yeah. It's, it's a like, witch. He's he's like a it's old timey. It's like So he's just villainy. he's just really he's taking the superstitions of the culture and just like putting them into actual practice. Yeah, cuz it makes it so much scarier. It's like the, what Batman did dressing up like Batman. It's, it makes you super scary. It makes you it's so terrifying. much scarier to draw a pentagram on something. And you can imagine how much scarier Batman would have been if he had down syndrome. See this. <laughs> 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 imagine where is that dark Someone shouldn't have given that red- 
retarded man that grappling hook. Very interesting because you only see the, you only see the mouth. smashing through hotel signs. Oh, like. oh my! Oh, that would that would be an interesting uh, comment. <laughs> I'll have to get made. Uh, anyway, so yes, so he, wrote, he drew the pentagram. The cop. Just drove on and went about his business mm-hmm. harassing black kids or something. Yep. And he returns to murder just a couple days later with Patty Higgins. Uh, he slits her throat in another stalker attack. He goes in the house of Mary Cannon. Uh, he uh, took the widowed grandmother. She was 75 years old. He beat her unconscious with a lamp and then stabbed her with a 10 inch butter knife. A the, butter knife. A butter knife. That is that's by fucking horrible. definition not to go. That's not supposed to go no, through me. No, it's supposed to go through soft things like butter. How hard do you have to stab somebody to go like in, real hard? Real hard. <laughs> Exceptionally like hard. Very hard. Yeah, avia you have to, sneakers. Like, really Only with it. your avia sneakers can you stab a woman with a butter knife. And speaking of avia sneakers, one of his next victims, Joyce Nelson, How he stomped vi- her to death with his avia sneakers. And the sneaker print that he left was one of the things that helped them connect that crime to the God, overall on her soccer face. Narrative. This the on print was on her face. The print was on her face. You see, this is so he is getting more and more brutal. The yes. timing between each one is now days, right? Like yeah. it's like days go by. It's like it's no longer weeks. He's having no cool down periods. Mm-mm. He's just fucking barreling through. And yeah. what is this before? And, and these are also all in different neighborhoods of L.A. Yeah, was, one was in Arcadia, one was in Sierra Madre. All of his murders in Los Angeles happened within uh, a forty mile radius. But that's a pretty a, big radius, though, isn't it? Yeah, because that's what they realized. The thing yeah. it's like for a while, I believe one of his names also they called him the Freeway Killer or something. It's like because they were talking about how like because L.A. becomes this perfect place to be a fucking mass killer because you got the highway system is right there and you. You just pop on the highway, you zip, and you're in a fucking, you're on the other side of the city, and then you go back and forth. You could be in 10 different places at once if there's no traffic. Yeah. And God forbid you get that 405 at 5 o'clock. <laughs> you imagine, I would love to see Richard Ramirez upset in traffic, be like, I gotta kill that old woman, yeah. and this motherfucking traffic jam is fucking with my plans. Yeah, this guy would have been a oh, fucking- I knew I should have taken the 101. Oh, oh God. Uh, so dumb, Richie. You're so dumb, Richie, sometimes. Yeah, I feel like Richie could have been like a great poster boy for Google Maps. Absolutely. And they're like traffic app, you know? <laughs> and it's just like, I know when I got to kill a seven-year-old in Glendale, but I got to be back and to kill a nine-year-old over in Skid Row. I'm watching my Google Maps traffic app. Wearing my Avia shoes. Uh, how many kills? I feel like we've burned through so many. Where are we at now? Are we at 11 uh, or 10? Uh, I think we're somewhere around seven or eight. Yeah. Okay. Eight or nine. Somewhere. I haven't been keeping track exactly because it does all kind of yeah, blur together. Yeah, because it blends together. Because yeah. these are all, then we have, uh, is this when he left town for the first time when he goes up to San Francisco? Not yet. Okay. No, uh, he started between June, so, June twenty seventh. Just to stop you, what was the media like here at this time? A nuts. The, the, so they had, they knew that he was the night. Was he? He wasn't called the Night Stalker. He wasn't. Yet. Okay. No, no, no. He wasn't called the Night so Stalker. So he wasn't yet. officially branded yet. No. Well, they uh, had people, other names for him. They had the Walk-In Killer, right. the Valley Door Intruder, yeah, the worst Spring name ever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, um, okay. So there was a lot of buzz about him right now. Oh yeah, yeah. People. In fact, people all over Los Angeles, like gun sales, shot up. People had axes next to their and beds. They were saying they had okay. Firearms. It was an incredibly hot summer. Yeah. And they, and so that's right. But, but everyone would keep their windows shut. So the all of L.A. was shut down for the summer. 
summer. Kind of what happened during the zebra killings, mm-hmm. where it was like everyone stopped going places. The city was fucked. Uh, people were staying inside. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's and guard dogs was like it was like this crazy huge run on guard dogs being sold as well. Which of course led, uh, which of course led to the Michael Vick dog fighting ring. Uh, yeah, there's, yeah, a lot of pit bulls. I'm serious. I'm dead serious. I mean, you know, for all intents and purposes, I mean, purposes, this is a long A lot time of pit bulls ago. were bought for uh, for uh, home protection. Yeah, but, but I don't. I think that they were well, okay, it was tortured a, it was... to death by football players. <laughs> you know, like not one all football of them. player. No, a bunch of them. Him yeah. and his boys all tortured dogs to death. And the comedy rolls on. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, no, okay. So uh, everyone knows what's going on in yeah. the neighborhood, and, and he's a chilling effect. It's very summer of Sam. Ask people are changing their behaviors. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, okay, so continue. Yeah, June twenty seventh, Patty Higgins. Ju- July second, Mary Cannon. July fifth, Whitney Bennett, a sixteen year old girl. He breaks into the house. He doesn't. This is a fucked up story. This one's sixteen. Sixteen. So this is set this up. And so that night is the parents were asleep. The mm. parents were home asleep when he breaks into the house and sees her sleeping, and he wakes her up by hitting her in the head with a tire iron, mm-hmm. and then he rapes her, yeah. and then leaves. Now the and old Texas par- alarm clock, huh? <laughs> That's when you hit somebody. That's Texas alarm clock. It's when you hit somebody in the head with a tire iron to wake them up to milk the goddamn cows. Well, I'm not making this up. Why am I being demonized? I'm not making this up. That's a reality. That's the reality. True. No, sure. No, you can call it anything you yeah, want. I, yeah, of yeah. course. I grew up in Texas. That's and you how understand it. I got woken up every morning. Absolutely. You, your, your dad would come and hit you with a tire iron, rape you, leave you in a pile of blood, and then you'd go shuck the chickens and uh, fucking feed the, the pigeons. My dad used to wake me up by singing to me. Good morning. Good morning. That's so sweet. That's you see very the opposite sweet. of how <laughs> yeah. she was woken up. Oh, I see. Yeah, okay, that's the I'm true sorry. Texas alarm clock. We're very, we're very kind people. Man. <laughs> well, I think that this woman got off easy compared to how you had to live. Uh, that sounds awful, <laughs> Mr. Park. Singing "Good morning, good morning" with a rock card morning bone. Uh, <laughs> you never know. <laughs> yeah, you do know. <laughs> okay, you do All know. Right. So he hit a chicken head <laughs> with a tire iron. <laughs> she had to get four hundred and seventy-eight stitches oh. to. Uh, Lock up the lacerations. Yeah, yeah. And she Ooh, didn't remember right. any of those cheerleading formations anymore either. <laughs> it's very difficult. No. But so he killed the first two before that you mentioned that you just burned through. He killed them, right? Uh, yeah, he killed uh, Patty Higgins, and Harry he- Cannon, uh, Whitney Bennett. He did not kill. So he so he killed these two gals, and uh, and then he went to rape another one, uh, but he did not kill her. No, he didn't kill her. That no, was, uh, he just attacked her while her parents were asleep in the other room. And then she was able to give. I mean, so she knew what he looked like. Again, going back to your previous statement on the first episode about it, if he would have just worn a mask, he mm-hmm. would have gotten away with it for years. Yeah, he really would have. I mean, what, there what was, kind of ego does that have? What what kind of ego do you have he just to have? Didn't care. He just didn't care. Just didn't he, care. I, that's why I really believe he. He believed he was fueled by satanic magic. I think mm-hmm. he like this is the real. We were talking about this like he felt I, like, like he, he was like Frodo putting the ring on in Lord of the Rings. Yeah. He felt invisible I like feel, that. We were talking about like how. There's a we, another bad analogy. I like BTK was like a dude. Um, it's like a BTK was like a corporate serial killer. Like he did everything right. Yes, he did. And he did the thing to make everybody scared. But he kind of never really had that. He was always kind of fake. He was doing it a little too on purpose. He was trying too hard. He was Richard Ramirez like, yeah. is like 
Zeppelin. Like he's like he's like the real deal. Like you right. show up and you see he's, he's like, the difference between Bill Hicks and Dennis Leary. Yes. Dennis yeah, Leary. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, too cool for cancer, whatever that fucking bullshit special was, was just a ripoff of Bill Hicks' legitimate. Richard death Ramirez from was fucking evil incarnate. Yeah. Like he was an unstoppable force for a while. And he is a fucking monster. And he got to die of natural causes in jail. Fifty four years old. Yeah. yeah. All right. He did. Lymphoma. So, and it takes him all. I was actually just at the bar here at the Greek in the Cave discussing how he needs to be the spokesperson for cancer research. Yeah. We got we to gotta stamp out lymphoma. Just have a picture of Ramirez and you just see the profits plummet. No one cares anymore because apparently cancer kills some people that need to die. Yeah. Which is he, was gonna die. he was always going to die. Yeah, absolutely. We'll get to his appeals process yes. later. Uh, but his next uh, break-in is one of his most brutal. This yeah, one okay. is fucking awful. It's uh, this this Vietnamese couple, uh, Chainarong Covenant and Somkin Covenant. Right. These are hard names. <laughs> no, but I think Marcus nailed it. Yeah, yeah sure. No, that was Covenant. Covenant. I feel like you could say anything, and I have to say yes because <laughs> yeah. I don't understand. I, can't, I I don't understand how they they pronounce their names. Yeah. So he uh, killed uh, the husband right off. Of yeah. course. Yeah. He used a twenty-five caliber handgun. He used four different kinds of handguns during all this. Twenty-five I mean, caliber. He used or everything. Yeah. When he killed those uh, girls uh, that you just sort of uh, brushed over, did he shoot them with a gun as well? I believe he stabbed one and shot the other. Okay. Yeah, yeah he was mixing it up constantly. Yeah. All over the place. Uh, so he takes, he shoots the husband, he takes the wife, uh, he rapes her, uh, he finds the couple's eight-year-old tr- uh, son and rapes him and with a bottle it. of baby oil. Yeah. Whoa, so what happened now? This is also, and this is the killing where he, <laughs> whoa, 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 what happened? No, but I mean, this is, I mean, he's never done anything with a child, especially of a, a, yes, a boy. Yeah, technically I mean, the girl, did. No, the nine-year-old girl, oh, yes. Yeah, nine-year-old, but I mean, yeah. this, is a, this is a eight-year-old boy. I mean, it it's does. It's not about, it's about how evil you can be. Because yeah. this is the one where he made her scream, Hail Satan. Uh, well, the one before this, actually, Sophie Dickman, that was the first one, at least that we know of, that he yeah. started saying, swear to Satan, swear to yeah, Satan. Yeah, like okay. tying him up and being like, say Hail Satan or I'll kill you. Hail Satan. I mean, either way, I'm going to kill you. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, uh, and while he he uh, raped the kid with uh, with the baby oil. I'm sure he's fine now. Oh, he loves yeah, it. I mean, yeah, hates I'm baby sure. oil. Hates yeah, yeah, baby yeah. oil. <laughs> yeah, but and so this is what the uh, wife, what the wife said that Richard Ramirez said. <laughs> can't even walk, can't even walk through the bathroom aisle of, oh, the, of no. the CVS. Any sort of oil related <laughs> things. You know, that's that's uh, just a tragedy. Thank a massage. Oh, yeah. God. Anyway, <laughs> here's uh, the dialogue from uh, what this is from the uh, witness statement from the wife. And where's the money? No money, no money. I swear, I swear to God. No, swear to Satan. And then he raped her again and left. Yeah. She said, this is her statement about Richard Ramirez. This is fucking chilling. Uh, She said, he is dangerous beyond words. So brutal, so mean, so cruel. His eyes were like an animal's, not human. Did she mention his hair? (laughs) <laughs> That's, you know, wonderful Beautiful hair. hair, though. Yeah. But she had to because this is the first time that they really start putting together a composite of Richard Ramirez. And how is it taking this long? I, I feel don't like know. Because you're doing- saying this is because the different counties don't talk. They don't That's communicate. Right. Yeah. So, like, they're letting the, the crime is spreading everywhere and everyone's claiming each section of the of the killers to themselves and be right. like, this is our Night Stalker murder. That's mm-hmm. yours. And it's like eventually, like... 
Like, they it's have just to so be funny. Like, well, it's almost like it. putting together Frankenstein's monster. Yeah. They're like, I got the leg piece and you got the arm piece, yeah. but like no one gets together and actually makes the beast. Well, there was one guy who tried to bring it all together. And in fact, this is the same guy that caught Gary Ridgway. And the reason why Gary Ridgway was able to operate for so long was because of that exact same, same LAPD not being able to work together. What a corrupt bunch of motherfuckers. It's so yeah. ridiculously LAPD dumb. LAPD is just filled with the worst fuck. Like, I was, when, I, when Dorner popped off, I read his manifesto, and I was like, I kind of get why you're fucking <laughs> mad, dude. Like, and I it, understand. For those that don't know, Christopher Dorno, it was, uh, what was that, about a year and a half? Yeah, ago. we yeah. covered it in the last podcast. Yeah, yeah. and uh, yeah, Google that story, Christopher Dorner, very interesting. Uh, so the LAPD is just messing up and completely validating Ramirez's belief that he's above the law and can get away with anything. Mm-hmm. That is until Frank Salerno comes this along. This guy's a fucking hero. Okay. This, yeah. is like, this guy is like the real super deal. Cop. Super cop. He's, he tirelessly works. There's a story we'll get to when we, when we like one of these later murders that mm-hmm. just shows it's like these crimes were always on his mind. He was, he did everything in his power. And when you watch interviews with him, he took it so fucking personally. Like even just him talking about being with his daughter, his daughter would like look at him and be like, daddy, daddy, when are you going to catch the bad man? And it's like, and as he was like talking about that, like tears are streaming down his face because yeah. he's like, he's just the real deal. Is it on par with, uh, with the detective from the the uh, Jeffrey Dahmer files. Is it on par but with that? That guy was more of a, he got the case flopped on his lap. Yeah. Right. This was a guy who had to go and pick up all the different strands and tie them all together. And so the Frank Dahmer was, was just the, the fucking septic tank ran out. And they yeah. were like, oh my God, there's stickers! There's stickers in a lot You know, like, and yeah, then yeah, someone yeah. calls the police. And then all of a sudden, you're the guy who cracked the Jeffrey Dahmer case because you have to go, like, sweep up humans' fingers for uh, fucking five days. It turns out the uh, pervert did it. You know? I, you know, they said, he, you know, he seemed pretty nice when we got him in the office there. But, you know, he had some fingernails stuck in his mustache here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wouldn't you believe it? And if you're a cop or if you're a detective out there, just a little uh, just a little quick uh, piece of advice. It's always the white guy in the all-black apartment building. <laughs> you know, it just always is. There's no doubt about it. That white guy is hiding from something. Yeah. So yes, Frank Salerno, we'll get more into his involvement as we go on, yes. uh, but he is an absolute super cop. He's the guy that first starts putting together the footprints. Yeah. Uh, he starts putting together the pentagram stuff. He goes to uh, certain cult halls in uh, Los Angeles and does, in fact, find the same footprint in one of uh, the, I guess, the cult halls is what they is call it. Is that like a yeah. skid row type yeah, thing? Kind yeah, of, yeah. One of them was in East L.A. But so you said he started putting it together and like being like they had a vague description of him and he'd start yeah. going down to skid row and asking people because Richard Ramirez was such a drug addict. Yeah. All the addicts knew him and they're all like, oh, you mean the really scary dude with the piercing black eyes who barely... <laughs> <laughs> says anything and he's not being wickedly addicted to cocaine. Oh, That's you mean one. Richie. <laughs> yeah. Richie, yeah. Uh, the next murder is... So, uh, so this detective, Frank, so he got a name at this point. What? Uh, not, yet, not, yet, yeah. not yet. Okay. Not yet. Not yet. Okay. Uh, but no, the, 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 he just started putting the people... People had said they'd seen this dude. Right. They kind of knew who the dude was. They knew who they were looking for. They were looking for a rangy dude with kinda long black sorta. hair, like Spanish guy. They knew that they were kind of looking for that, but they that's half of L.A., yeah, I mean, you yeah. just you just described Antonio Banderas, uh, <laughs> a very attractive man. Uh, the next murders, uh, this would be Max and Leela Ke- uh, Needing. Uh, he switches it up again. He brings his own machete this time. 
uh, handsome. B Y O M. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because that's the thing. It's at this point, it's like he slowly turns into the guy who brings his own pool cue to the billiards. By the way, there is nothing sadder than watching somebody think he's being super cool by bringing his own billiard pool. Anybody down for a game of round table ball? That's what I call pool. Yeah, I'm not going to play with you because you're taking this very seriously. I'm drunk off my ass, you know, because I'm here to watch football. Uh, Anybody want to play some <laughs> <laughs> You are hammered, and you have screwed. You somehow screwed that in backwards. <laughs> so he brings a machete to this kneading house. Hacks these people up uh, in their beds, uh, and then just shoots them both in the head and leaves. Yeah. Okay, so just straight, and, and, just and, and no yeah. sexual assault in this. Yeah, one. no sexual assault. He just cuts him up, shoots him in the head, robs the house, and then goes back and cuts him up some more. Is the only theme here robbery? That's does the does only. Always, it's always breaking every, and entering. It's yeah. always breaking and entering. But is it always robbery as well? Not yes. always. I mean, I mean, he's the, taking something. Yeah, he's, from he everybody. does take. Uh, well, one of the people that eventually, when they were uh, closing the net in on him, they talked to his fence, uh, and they were able to match a lot of the uh, stolen uh, objects that Richard Ramirez had sold to this guy with the missing objects from the people's houses. Yeah, because he still got to pay his rent. He still got to pay his utilities, and he's sure. still probably renting movies and doing stuff ever. Once yeah. in a while, you know, you gotta have some fucking pocket cash. It must be weird for a landlord to get paid in blood covered diamonds or yeah, like blood covered yeah, yeah, necklaces yeah, yeah. and shit like that, you know? <laughs> Just a woman's scalp. Yeah. <laughs> That's. Is this money? Hmm. No, Ricky, no, Ricky, you need the money. <laughs> Everyone's so scared of him, you know? <laughs> Next up, these are the only people that were able to fight back. And yeah. succeed. Chris and Virginia Peterson, 36 okay. and 27. Really well, young time. because they're young. Yeah, because they're young. Yeah. He shoots both of them. He shoots uh, the woman in the face. He shoots the guy in the temple. They were still able to fight him off. Uh, and he got the fuck out of there. As we soon as they about, started fighting And did they back, live? They both lived, yeah. We were talking and about they were how- able to give like a very good description of him. So the description is getting more and the composite sketch is getting more and more detailed. I just feel like why isn't this like cut and dry overnight you catch this dude? Because it's, they didn't know who he was. Los Everyone is giving the same description. Beautiful hair, ben, Hispanic man with terrible breath. Los Angeles is massive. It yeah. is a massive spread out city. There's so many people. It's like, honestly, it's like New York. As soon as, like, my dad, they talk about it in the, in the show 48 Hours, where it's yeah. just like, especially in a place like New York, like, in the suburbs, in the country, like, someone will be like, yeah, I saw him over there. Like, someone will, like, they know when, like, if there's sparse people, you can, like, go someplace. You're noticeable when you're traveling. That's, yeah. In New York City, you just get on the subway. Unless you you're six foot seven with red hair. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Like yeah. myself. Yeah. yeah, which is why you'd have to dress up like a fucking leprechaun in order to be, called, be the <laughs> leprechaun massacre man. Oh, that would be yeah. amazing. <laughs> the leprechaun massacre man. Yeah, so he just blended in with society in yeah. LA. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the next one up, Elias Abawath. He, of course, made her swear to Satan throughout the entire rape, swear to Satan, swear to Satan. Uh, this is the first time after this one he is finally dubbed the Night Stalker. Yeah, and it's like, and finally. I feel like that's what he, you know, it's, a, it's that fucked up thing of like when Peyton finally got the ring. Like he's finally got like yeah. that fucking like you know you got that the validation that he wants validates his legacy. So now he has everything he's ever wanted. He's yeah, gone yeah. On every which is you guys are probably why he knows it's just a matter of time before he's caught. All these guys know it's just a matter of time before they're caught. Yeah, 
So well, you I mean, just it seems play it to out. me like he is living in a complete fantasy world where he assumes that he will never be caught. I mean, he hopes probably because he's having too much fun. Mm-hmm. He's having a great time. You know, I mean, he does seem to be legitimately having a good time. Dahmer did not have a good no, time. No, Dahmer was tortured. Mm-hmm. Gary Ridgway, going back to the Green River Killer, who has to, oh, oh, I mean, I, will, I would suggest him for the next big hitter. Yeah. Uh, he's amazing. Uh, I don't think that he had a, a wonderful time. I don't think BTK had a great time. No, BTK actually did have a good time. Yeah. He, he was, was being Punny, but he, he was also just too much of a dickhead to, to have a good time. Yeah, that's like true. he was just he couldn't enjoy himself even when he was doing what he loved. That's sad. <laughs> Isn't that you know, if you can't enjoy doing what you love, even if doing what you love is breaking happy? into the Otero you know? house and God. killing a family, then coming all over the daughter. Uh, if, you can't, if you can't enjoy yourself, it ain't living right. your, your, your life like you want to live it, I mean, I don't know. You know, I feel bad for those people. I'll tell you, you know, <laughs> I feel bad for them. I used to think this was a horror comedy podcast, but now I know it's an inspirational podcast, and that's yeah. what's so important. If you do, can't, you man, do Yolo. you, Yolo, yo, yeah, well, yeah, you only, you know, or Yoko, you only kill once, something like that, uh, or 13, 14, 16, 17 times. It's at this point when he's given the name Night Stalker. He's they happy. Go, Faler- Salerno calls a press conference and really says, like, all right, there's this guy. He's killed ten people. No, he's killed. 12 people at this point, 11 or 12, we can link all these murders to him. Lock your fucking doors. Buy a weapon. That's where yeah. Frank Slater finally came out and he like put it, basically, because that's what you have to finally do. At this point, they know that there's a killer problem and there's a thing coming on, but they, I know there was definitely talk of that maybe it was a group of people, because what Frank Salerno was yeah. saying, the big thing is that everyone was fighting him, being like, there's no way this is one dude. Yeah, they, right. Everyone, all the police officers they were They would convinced. laugh at him. Yeah, they I mean, like, it makes a lot of sense. He's doing everything a little bit different He's each crazy, time. and he's yeah. also flagrant and crazy and, and brazen. He's nuts. And, and so it's just, like, you, there, so everyone, so finally he's like, no, it's one guy. We're going to find the one dude. Yeah. And he put all the evidence together, and then and that press conference is terrifying. Was this before or after Manson? Was Manson before? This was this way, long, after, way after, after Manson, way after, right? Yeah, so we're like talking late 70s, 80s here, This right? was 25 years. This is 1985. 85. Okay, so maybe that was maybe that uh, played into the notion that it must have been multiple people, a cult-like uh, well, situation. The satanic imagery, all right. the pentagrams, does yeah. point to some sort of cult involvement. They right. think. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, this guy was trying anything. Uh, but at this point, they put out uh, a whole shit, every single... Wall in Los Angeles was covered with this description, uh, this description, this sketch. Of and Richard how Ramirez. accurate was the sketch? Because I'll tell you, like, pretty sometimes accurate. you see. Remember, there was a situation here in New York City uh, where there was a man going around killing people in the delis. And remember, they 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 yeah. dubbed oh, him the yeah. duffel bag killer. Yeah, and John, John Doe, Doe duffel bag. John yeah. Doe duffel yeah. bag. And the the sketch they had of him. Looked like Jay Z, <laughs> and the man was an Italian with a mustache and a huge nose with a receding hairline. Well, no one it wants to believe that Mario is going to be yeah. committing these horrible. Uh, exactly. I mean, well, are these was the sketch mildly accurate? At uh, least, if we we're going to post this up on the uh, page, apparently Lou Reed oh. uh, killed. He all looks exactly <laughs> like Lou Reed. It's Somebody big. was just listening to a Lou Reed <laughs> album. But actually, that it, kind of worked because it's the eyes, it's the penetrating yes, eyes, yeah. his fucking uh, wavy, beautiful hair. It's not as bad as the uh, yeah Joe Duffelbank yeah, character. It's not as bad, but yeah, that's that's the and he's much older in the picture than Richard yeah. Ramirez actually was. Richard Ramirez twenty five yeah. when all this was going on. Oh man, what have I done with my life, huh? 
32 years old. We wow. haven't murdered anybody. So, <laughs> uh, you know. Let's call a that a plus. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's yeah, a that's a good. positive. All that's right. something you can put in your win column. Thank you, Marcus. Yeah. You're welcome, I really ben. appreciate that. Rarely Never succumbed to my demons. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so Night Stalker is bored. Night yeah. Stalker is out there. Night Stalker is out there. And since L.A. is in such a panic, he has to leave town. Because yep. he's not going to stop killing, but well, we're, we're he just... is smart enough to know that he can't do it in Los Angeles anymore. Sure. He drives up to San Francisco. Get a Frisco Bay, baby. You got to yeah. go there and you the girls. It's a, it's, it's a beautiful town. Go down to Haight-Ashbury, man. Drop some acid. Learn about yourself. <laughs> Look at the walruses. There's a lot of walruses there. And what? Yeah. Seals. What? They're seals. Really? Yeah. Un- yeah. Cool. Yeah, Fun fact. Yeah, great. Say, yeah, the seals are awesome. They hang out around Alcatraz. You ever been to San Francisco? Alcatraz? The See, prison. if I was a prisoner, I'd be like, we got to start riding some of these seals. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you and guys, look Henry right the- at their window. They got horses out in the ocean right there when we need them. All we got to do is stab a pencil in their neck, and we hold it like it's two holsters. <laughs> That's a good idea. I'll get us out of Alcatraz. And that you was know, the most retarded prison. Floating dead and yeah. fucking water, being played with my dead body, tossed back and forth by seals. I do like the imagery. <laughs> I do like that. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding work-life balance can be tough, but Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. With the new guided design system, Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website optimized for every device. Get your website discovered fast with integrated, optimized SEO tools. Plus, make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text and that helps you save time i know i'm sitting on about two literal wheelbarrows filled with horse picks now part of the issue has been is a lot of these pictures are getting stopped at customs because some of them do depict various world leaders in horse-like circumstances that seems to be pinging a lot of these custom agents accounts now so what i've done to do is like so while i'm trying to work on hand smuggling these horse picks over various country borders, I then also have time because Squarespace is doing all the other ad work for me to go and work on my killdozer at home. So thank you, Squarespace, for allowing me to diversify in the best way possible for this country. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial when you're ready to launch. Go to squarespace.com slash left to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. No matter what kind of work you do, how you communicate is key. All those emails, reports, and presentations are equally important to the collaboration needed to get things done. Grammarly can help. Grammarly is your AI writing partner to help you communicate more effectively and efficiently so you can make a bigger impact at work. And isn't that what matters most? Better writing means a stronger impact. Grammarly works across 500,000 apps and websites. You can't escape it. Like the ever-pervasing octopus of malice that is the NSA. Grammarly is watching your every move, making sure that you're doing it right. Data privacy and security are woven into the foundation of Grammarly, into the very essence of its nature. Grammarly is a secure AI writing partner, and it helps your team make their point and move faster, because that's the key there. Work smarter, not harder. 
Yes, Grammarly. You know how many times it saves me from writing a long, rambling, one-sentence email at 4 o'clock in the morning to my beloved employees? Makes me sound like someone who doesn't just have a BA in theater. All right? I was taught how to be a tree. I was not taught how to survive as an adult. All right? My job was to cry in front of a weird Southern man who just told me all sorts of weird stuff about my body. I didn't learn how to write. So thank you, Grammarly, because you're making me the boss I gotta be to motivate my team to get out there. Oh, man, you don't want to mess with them. Thanks, Grammarly. Make a bigger impact at work with Grammarly. Sign up and download for free. Grammarly.com slash podcast. That's G-R-A-M-M-A-R-L-Y dot com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Hey, did you know Fast Growing Trees is the biggest online nursery in the U.S. with more than 10,000 different kinds of plants and over 2 million happy customers in the U.S.? They have everything you could possibly want, like fruit trees, palm trees, evergreens, houseplants, and so much more. Whatever you're interested in, they have it for you. Find the perfect fit for your climate and space. That's one of my favorite things about it. Fast Growing Trees makes it easy to order online and your plants are shipped directly to your door in one to two days. And along with their 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee, they offer free plant consultation forever. Now, personally, I'm in the middle of re-landscaping my yard. I like to do it myself because I called up a landscaper to see how much it costs and it was absolutely insane. Plus, I love dirt. I love getting my hands in the dirt and I love planting things myself. And Fast Growing Trees has given me some wonderful plants that I can use. Like I got this uh, Texas sage, it's purple. I've dug up a whole bunch of horrible bushes and shrubs up in front of my window and in front of my house and put some purple Texas sage up there and it's going to thrive and it's going to look real good. And I didn't even have to go to a nursery to buy it. It came to my house. Now, this spring, they have the best deals online, up to half off on select plants and other deals. And listeners to our show get an additional 15% off their first purchase when using the code LEFT at checkout. That's an additional 15% off at FastGrowingTrees.com using the code LEFT at checkout. FastGrowingTrees.com, code LEFT. Offers valid for a limited time. Terms and conditions may apply. He killed Peter Pan. Okay, we'll explain that. He Richard killed, Ramirez killed Peter Pan. He killed a sixty in San Francisco. He killed a sixty-six-year-old Asian man named Peter Pan. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You see, the problem is, is that no one was there to clap <laughs> and like bring him back to life. Yeah, you know? pixie dust and things like that That's probably would have helped him. It's a kid's last name's Pan. Why call him Peter Pan? It's like someone called like someone being an like last name like McDonald. And then Ronald. you were like, you want to be like, oh, we should name him after our Joseph, our grandfather, but ah, we got to name him Ronald. Fuck this kid. <laughs> yeah, Ronald McDonald. No one's going to make fun of him. Yeah, this kid's done. I'm so yeah. glad. Already, you don't have to worry about this kid. Uh, during my research, I found this great article that was written in like such cheesy true crime style. And there's this one excerpt that I'd like to read from it right now describing the Peter Pan murder. Yes, Fantastic. Please. Of course, Satan was guiding his every move. He knew that. Why fret about getting caught? All these homes. All these homes. And yet not once had the resident heard him entering. The devil silenced their ears while they slept. And he, Richard Ramirez, then took it a step further. He silenced them forever. 
More blood to feed hell to keep its furnaces burning. Inside the house, Ramirez looked at his watch. Midnight. A good time to kill. This is the I Molly Crew blood. Yeah, this is the thing. When do they rape the groupies? He checked his weapon once more. Yes, cylinder loaded. These homes were all laid up pretty much the same. He knew where the bedrooms were by instinct. Without pause, he walked to where the couple slept, found them snoring, and pulled the trigger. He loved the way their bodies jerked upon impact. His senses tingled, watching them rattle in death, hearing their throats beg for air, watching as their pillows darkened with life's liquid underneath what was left of their skull. See, we were talking about with our uh, friend of the show, Nicolette. She was talking about how, like, wouldn't you just r- wake up and run screaming out of the bed as soon as your boyfriend <laughs> got shot in the head? Yeah, you gotta think that that would be a, uh, a real uh, eye-opener there. Uh, something that would get you out. This guy jacked off to that. Yeah, right. Like that's a penthouse forum, right? Like, yeah, this guy really enjoyed writing uh, this Richard Ramirez article. It was very long. It's not true. He no, didn't, I mean, he wasn't like he no, took a lot about 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 midnight. And, oh, now it's time to go. He, he wasn't having tea <laughs> uh, at three p.m. every goddamn day. Good time to kill. I suppose it is. is a, it is a fine <laughs> time. To, a it's a fine time to smoke a joint and watch a movie. Yeah, I love that. That's my time favorite thing to do at midnight. Yeah. Yep. Richard Ramirez after. So, but this is the kind of press. And did that come out during, well, well, Richard was still on his uh, killing spree. What do you mean? Th- that piece of that article. No, no. This oh. is written by some jack off on the internet. Yeah. Way yeah, later. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I got um, him like wave writer nine four nine nine. Yeah. But I would assume <laughs> it was a similar sort of um, sentiment that these people were writing as far as like in the newspapers and things like that. They must have been coming up with these really grandiose ideas of what the Night Stalker was doing. Mm. Of course. And I'm sure that he loved every goddamn yeah, second of that. Yeah, probably just watching prices Right eating fucking Hot Pockets. Yeah. Because <laughs> he's just a drooling dipshit in avias yeah, going a into total, a house with a machete. He's a total piece of shit. Like he would be he would be the worst employee at the Burger King if he <laughs> oh, wasn't absolutely. Richard Ramirez. Yeah. Yeah. All the burgers got bites taken out of them. Yeah, and he's just like, I'm a vampire. <laughs> you are fired. You are fired, Richard. Oh god, I wanted to be fired anyway. Well go See you to- soon. When I come back and murder you. <laughs> uh, do you guys think he was serious about? Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> Richie. Ah, yeah, I got Richie. Richie. All right, <sighs> so things are really heating up for the Night Stalker. Yep, he uh, draws a pentagram on Peter Pan's wall and writes the words "Jack the Knife." I what mean, is, that's uh, just him just reaching for shit. No, nah, that's a Judas Priest lyric. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what the fuck? Is wrong with this guy? He's having fun. The yeah. 1980s, he took Judas Peer, uh, Priest lyrics. Judas Priest to heart, was the most hard heart. I is, love Judas Priest, but at this point in time, you forget. Now we look at Judas Priest as a bunch of gay clowns. Back in the <laughs> well, day, I saw them live at the Masters of Metal in New Jersey, and they weren't clowning around, Henry. <laughs> no, this was very saying. serious. Back in the day, Judas Priest was like the hardest band around. It's like Judas Priest and ACDC were fucking the devil's music. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, uh, it was wonderful. Yeah, that was just, when it was. Good when you can wear a leather cap, but no one said you were gay. They said that you were tough. You were tough. That was you remember that you can wear a leather ascot and like in tiny go-go boy shorts and and big long boots, and everyone be like, "Look at that tough dude." Yeah. Nowadays, they're like, "Go back to Soho." Well, Richard returns to uh, Los Angeles after this, and despite his face being everywhere, and in fact possibly bolstered by it, he goes for what is his last rape and murder, Bill Carnes, and the woman... In this uh, in this particular murder rape, she's I found three different names for her. 
Her name is either Carol Smith, Inez Erickson, or Renata Gunther. Well, it's Renata Gunther. Gunther. It's Renata Gunther. <laughs> no, but this, uh, but they- uh, he's definitely bolstered by what's going on in the media because he breaks into uh, these people's house. They're engaged to be married, by the way. Oh. Uh, he shoots Carnes three times in the head, uh, turns himself over to the woman, and he says, you know who I am, don't you? I'm the one they're writing about in the newspapers and on the TV. I'm the oh, screen yeah, door intruder. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and he say he forces her, he says, I, say, I love Satan, say, I love Satan, beats the fucking shit over, uh, out of her, ties her up with uh, neckties, and then sodomizes her uh, while making her say, I love Satan, over and over and over again. Well, we've all done that. And uh, then at the end is. of it, and then, God damn. We've all done it? We've all done it. You've done it? Marcus has done it. I've sodomized a woman. There but- we go. <laughs> Halfway there. I hate the term sodomized. Well, I know. It makes it sound like I did a something. A horrible crime. Real, like, horrible like you're Richard thing. Ramirez. No, I I have sodomized a few women. The only, of and course. So, that makes me sound like I'm a horrible person. You're not a horrible person. It was all consensual. Yeah. Well, they loved every second of it. I'm sure you were a very attractive uh you're a very attractive lover uh, to these gals. <laughs> very gentle, Ben. I'm yeah, sure. he's good. Yeah. He's been in a loving relationship for a number of years now. Yes. That's what some would say. It takes uh, love. That's good. <laughs> but, it, but it is funny. Marcus and I were talking. If you look at the rap sheet, it's it's rape, and then it's like sodomy, oral copulation, mm-hmm. and murder. And sodomy and oral copulation should not be That's, illegal. No, those are not crimes. It's those the are rape activities. and the murder. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it is kind of bizarre that I, I would say... Uh, that you can make an argument that uh, two out of those four um, crimes that he supposedly committed, he should yeah, have been charged for, for, with. So this is so this happened. He got away with this. When? What was the buildup that they got? Did he, did he identify this him? right here? Did yeah. he kill this woman? Uh, he yes. did not kill her. Oh, okay. No, he didn't. He just she just killed the man. He uh, walked as he was walking out of the house. She, he found four hundred dollars, and he says, "You know, this is all that saved you. This is all your life is worth." He said so, I would have killed you if you didn't have the money. And then he says, "Tell him the Night Stalker was here." And she said, "I will." He said, "Say I love Satan." And she said, "I love Satan." Like and it's he, Cheers. Yeah, yeah, just your friendly neighborhood Spider Man. <laughs> what say is you, happening? Say you love Satan, and then gets it, laughs, and then leaves. So <laughs> well. See you around. It's been fun. <laughs> it's interesting that he didn't kill this woman. Again, going back, almost harking back to Zodiac, you know, where he went on that huge dry spell for so long because the media was there just, like, talking about who he was. No, and, he loved it. But, he was he was building. But, he I mean, loved it. I know. I mean, but the Zodiac, I don't think he had to go and kill so much because he was getting the uh, the satisfaction from the media. He was getting all the fame, right? Yeah. So do you think that, uh, that uh, Ramirez at this time was almost content with his position in serial killer lore? Maybe. I mean, no, I mean, I well, don't... I mean, he did... Did take a vacation right after this, yeah, yeah. which is really uh, it's 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 interesting, and of course, of course, his story lived on. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, what happened as far as him getting recognized is that the uh, neighbors heard the screams, in particular, one thirteen-year-old boy uh, named James Romero the third. Oh, he noticed an orange station wagon pulling away, an orange Toyota station wagon, which Richard Ramirez had. Um, that was stolen. his current vehicle. Yeah, it was his yeah. current vehicle, and the kid had actually had the uh, wherewithal to write down the license plate wow. number. Uh, and, of course, the woman survived. And I take it back, the man survived, too. He got shot three times in the face. you got to remember, Richard Ramirez is using real pussy guns here. Yeah. Yeah. A 22? I thought a 22 was a good... No, it's no, not. No, no, no. no. 22 is a real piece of shit gun. Small okay. bullet. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't have much stopping power. You can. He shot multiple people in the face 
And they have survived. And they survived. Yeah. yeah. But then again, it's just not about that, really. Yeah. It's about the other thing. It's about the conquering and then leaving. That's yeah. right. And a good chef doesn't blame his knife or a bad chef. You know, it's like you can't blame your knife. I mean, knife. he'd be bad if you got a bad knife. Well, but, nobody, nobody you know, he can still be a good chef. Just, that's chefs and serial killers. It's different. You know? Well, I mean, it's we're talking about butchering. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> but I mean, no, a good carpenter doesn't blame his uh, tools. Tools. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Uh, and after this murder is when uh, Richard Ramirez goes out of town. He goes to visit his brother out in uh, Arizona. But while he's gone, the net just fucking comes down on him completely. Yeah, because then they get the because because the, then they they pulled the a print. Yeah, they, uh, pulled, they, they found the car. He had immediately abandoned the car, and they pulled a print from the car, and they were able to match that to the testimony from a middle-aged woman named Donna Myers. She owned a rundown little hotel uh, down in... Uh, <clears throat> yeah, where he had been in, staying, yeah, in Skid Row. Yeah, yeah, yeah you yeah, make it sound like a Row. prostitute den the way you said hotel there. It was a prostitute den. Oh, it was? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, okay. yeah. I, and he constantly talked to her about satanism and the black arts and all kinds of shit and in fact one time they were uh she was watching the tv and there was a report about the night stalker out and he walked up behind her and said now wouldn't you be surprised if i turned out to be the stalker oh he's just having fun now and she was like absolutely not yeah no actually you're like my top two people i think it is yep (laughs) i was wishing it was my husband so i could fucking turn him in get rid of him but so they start you know she calls them about that says his name was richard uh the fingerprints starting to come in and then once they get because of course he's been arrested multiple times. As soon as the fingerprint comes back, boom, it's Richard Ramirez, drifter out of Texas. His fucking face is absolutely everywhere and he has no idea because he's still out in Arizona. And it's so funny. He went Facebook. To, yeah, he like literally went to go hang out and then he came back from a vacation and be like, ah, all right, back to work. I cleared my head. <laughs> yeah. And then, so, are we ready to get into the final story? Oh, yeah. It's so fucking awesome. He walked into, so apparently he, he got back in L.A. You know, he's you know he's back from vacation. Yeah. You know how it is when you're back to the grind. It's yeah. kind of upsetting. It's stressful. You know? Yeah, it's kind of sad. He, he goes in, he goes in. And he's probably talking, like, I enjoyed vacation, but you know, I'm almost tired from vacation. vacation. I need a vacation from, from vacation. vacation. Yeah, of and course. so he went to a store and he was like, apparently he's like walking on the street he's like, People were staring at me as I was walking down the street. And people were staring at me. And he was like, why are people looking at me? And then he walked into the store. He gets something. And he looks at the newspaper. And the newspaper has got a full color photo of him right at, right, right on the fucking cover. And then he looks. And then people start going, el matador, el matador, el matador, which means the killer. Okay. And he sees it. And he fucking takes off. And what's really interesting is that the woman that when we brought up in the first episode was talking about how like when Ricky used to poke her in the back the pencil. That's right. She was like talking about how they used to play kick the can together and like the Richie was always the fastest runner in the neighborhood. And so there's this weird parallel to when he was this kid where he was this bright, sprightly, like sports playing kid. He takes off through the neighborhood, and then the police lines start blowing up. There's like, there's a dude running through my backyard. There's a dude, like, he's hopping fences. He's running through the neighborhood. People are chasing him down yeah. the street. Um, and basically, he gets beaten by a mob. A mob I love chases it. him mm-hmm. through Los Angeles, and they beat the shit out of him. One had a flagpole. Someone <laughs> took a flagpole from, like, oh like off an American flag and beat him. He was covered in blood, and basically two dudes fucking stood on him, like, stood on him. And yeah. they were like, and called the cops, and they fucking came and got him. It was like Frankenstein. Yeah. It really is. Yeah, yeah, it was a pitchfork type situation. They mm-hmm. had to, though. But this is what we were saying, where it's like, L.A. worked together and yeah. got him. The neighborhoods got him. What a bizarre feeling. It was like the end back. of Machete. <laughs> yes, yes. <Yeah. laughs> Great movie starring Danny Trejo. It's a wonderful movie. Um, when he was arrested, he told uh, a cop... 
I want the electric chair. They should have shot me on the street. I did it, you know. You guys got me, the Night Stalker. Hey, have, let me have a gun to play Russian roulette. I'd rather die than spend the rest of my life in prison. Yep, absolutely. So and then he went to jail and then became his like began his like super sensational trial. Ah, you know, it caused the the trial lasted four years. It cost the state over two million dollars. Why legal did cost. it last so long? Uh, because the defense attorneys kept giving him the runaround. First of all, he had half a dozen attorneys. He kept yeah. firing attorneys and bringing them in. They kept right. trying to find every single loophole in the system. But he would have the have. pentagrams the drawn in his hands and one, doing the thing. And he yeah. was doing, un, like, on un, a, un, uh, what's it, uh, he was just doing, like, like off-the-cuff interviews with people talking right. about Satan. Yeah, and he kept yelling, Hail Satan, in the middle of the trials. They interviewed 3,000 potential jurors. To finally Damn. get down to 12. Like because someone everybody I mean, how do you do it? Yeah. Yeah, how do you do it? Yeah. It ended up being uh, six Hispanic, six black jurors that were on the uh, trial for Richard Ramirez. There was one juror. It was, it was kind of a huh. funny story. Uh, there was one juror. Well, there's just one yeah. of many. You know, this is just, it's a laugh a second. Yeah. One juror, uh, there was this rumor that Richard Ramirez was trying to smuggle a gun in. Someone was going to give him a gun. Because he of wanted his fans. to shoot the prosecuting attorney. Yeah, he wanted right? to shoot the prosecuting attorney. He did? Yeah, it's Richard weird. He wanted to bad. shoot the prosecuting attorney. <laughs> I can't believe it. Uh, he, uh, there was this big rumor, and one day, one of the jurors didn't show up. They went over to her house, and she was shot dead. Yeah, she was shot dead, so everyone was like, oh my god, he's, he's like broke out of jail, he's going to do it, but then it turns out she was shot dead for a, for a domestic dispute. Yeah, her husband shot her. Yeah. Okay, but let me just say that Marcus did preface this with this is a funny story. Yes, he did. But then it did that end up with funny. another woman it. dead. I didn't say, it's ha, like, I didn't mean ha-ha funny. I meant like, like you know, like funny old, funny old oh, world. Weird, yeah. like, yeah. Don't you think? It's like this like the, the song, uh, Ironic. Are we yeah, going to be allowed to be around our grandkids? <laughs> is that? I just, I'm concerned. Uh, there were over a hundred witnesses in uh, in the trial. So many eyewitnesses. People that saw him here. People that saw him there. Everywhere. Uh, here's what they. Here's the impact they said the media had on Richard. This is from a book by Philip Carlo. And this is, uh, this is to me, it's really fascinating yeah, yeah. stuff. For the first time, he realized that to people like him, people of the night, he was a hero. He was somebody. He liked that. For his whole life, he'd been a tall, lanky nobody, just another angry-eyed, hungry face in a hungry crowd. But now people stopped. People paid attention, stared, and pointed. He figured no matter what he did, they were going to convict him and kill him, so he decided to take control. But we talk about this all the time with serial killers. In America, we have this weird sort of, like, they, they really believe that there's like a personal timeline that you mm. reach this point in your life you should have a family you should have xyz you should have a job you should have this level of success we now are in this place now where especially in these times and like in 2014 that people want that validation from people they don't know they want to be famous yes. everybody wants it and this this is just a perfect example of just somebody who like he was a misfit he wasn't all these guys every serial killer they're always like they're not good at anything they can't make personal relationships they're yeah. monsters they don't know what to do they 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 can't make their way in america so they're like well you know what i can be i can be a fucking super killer i'll mm -hmm. get my face on the uh on the cover of the uh you know whatever la times yeah, uh, yeah. any which way possible and I a can. big scary and then i go means, from a frail little piece of shit kid that's to right. the scariest motherfucker in mm -hmm. la i'll get on i'll get on mtv i can't sing well i'll get impregnated because i'm 15 and a half yeah you know, and, and then i'll, I'll be, be on, on vh1 and, you know, yeah yeah it is a very similar thing and that's a good point uh and it's really fascinating you wonder if there was the reality show 
show outlet for Richard Ramirez. Oh my god! Would he just be the next or the latest pickup artist? Yeah, you the, know, would like he Bachelor, have like the, but with the Night Stalker, and it's him in a concrete like yeah. cube? Would he and be they Chris have Angel? Keep, he like gives the rose through the cube, like the cube bars. Yeah, and then they come in, and he's like grabbing their hands whenever they get close to him, and then they pull away and be like, "I understand, Richie. <laughs> Nobody else does. I can't That's wait right. to get some one-on-one time with him." He definitely, oh my God, he ate my breasts. <laughs> oh, wow. And what a good meal they were. Um, it is weird. It is the time. Uh, you could argue that he he did do exactly what uh, society sort of wanted him to do. I mean, no, after he, after they start feeding the, the dialogue, after they start making the storyline, he did just fill an outline. That right? was the argument he made to himself was that that's how you validate it. Be like, they wanted this out of me. Mm-hmm. Let's hear what he has. It. Let's yeah. hear what he has to say about exactly that. People in this day and age are brainwashed and programmed like a computer at being nothing more than puppets. This nation, this country is founded in violence. <sighs> violent delights tend to have violent ends. It's Madness is something rare in individuals, but in groups, people, and ages, it is a rule. Killing is killing, whether done for duty, profit, or fun. Men murdered themselves into this democracy. You're good at reading your script, Richard, but you're not much at answering my direct question. A lot was made that you're a devil worshiper. Do you worship the devil? Have you ever studied Satanism? There are different sects of Satanism. Have you studied, just yes or no, have you studied yes, Satanism? Yes, I have. Are you, are you a worshiper of the devil? No comment. Come on, Richard. We're I can tell you a little bit about Satanism. Well, I'm, I'm interested in hearing what you got to say then. It is undefiled wisdom instead of hypocritical self-deceit. It is power, power without charity. A Satanist admits to being evil. Do you admit to being evil, Richard? We are all evil in some form or another, are we not? I'm asking you the questions, my friend. <laughs> and he's kind of hot, you know, as you were talking about. He's <laughs> I know, he's not, yeah. yeah. Yes, I am evil. Not 100%, but I am evil. Evil has always existed. Perfect world most people seek shall never come to pass. And it's going to get worse. <sighs> the great epochs of our life is when we gain the courage to rebaptize our evil qualities as being our best quality. He kind of sounds like the Native American from Wayne's World 2. <laughs> he does. Yeah. <laughs> he really does. Um that's great. Yeah, no, but he, uh, yeah, he he did it. He uh, he lived for something technically bigger than himself. What mm-hmm. he said, you know, like he said that that was a part of that was how he validated it as well. Um, and then I mean, he went on to get married in jail. He, he got married, married in jail. To a woman. jail. Yeah, I had a very, great very time common. during the trial. He laughed his way through the entire thing. Absolutely, when a woman was describing being raped next to her dead husband's body. He cackled. Right, like as loud as he possibly could. Well, now he's also playing the part of the black hat. You yeah. know what I mean? That's I mean, I think thing. that he did think it was very funny. Yes, of course. Yeah, because yeah, he did it, and then you know, but then he uh, he went on to die uh, in jail at of fifty-four cancer, years old, you know? leukemia, and, and uh, yeah. Uh, but he was uh, that was a true fucking monster. That's a true American monster. He's the scariest one that I, I think it's the scariest one we've researched so far. It's important. So again, what are the scarier. what have the lessons been? If you're in a fight with your couple, don't have one person sleep on the couch. Yeah. Yeah, Sleep in the bed together. Say, say love you love you. each other. Yeah. Um, keep your door shut. Fuck's sake. Yeah. You know, uh, lock get a it. gun. I uh, guess. I don't know. You or have a knife by your bed. Have a knife. I have like a, I have a stick that I use. 
Well, you're repulsive. No yeah, one's yeah, watched. I use it also to put a rag on it, and I, I fucking scratch my ass with it. <laughs> yeah, um, that would work. So it's got a twofold purpose. Um, um, yeah. I, I, I mean, I don't know, man. Just be careful of people with beautiful hair. This is a dude who is, uh, yeah, the, the looking into his eyes is like looking to the eyes of like the real devil. He was the real. He was a, a real monster. He was a beast and a uh, and it's and great a for dumb comedy. <laughs> great for comedy. That's why we do it. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, and that's um, yeah. I guess this is this concludes our uh, two part. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, yeah, join the Facebook page. That's um, right. I'm going to be in LA. Uh, so You'll be skyping you, in. I'll be skyping in from here and out for the next two months. Uh, if you uh, if fucking if you're in LA um, and you got uh, a line on free burritos, let me know. Let I him love know. That. Yeah. Let keep Henry happy when he's out there. Of course, Henry loves you. That's his at Twitter, Marcus Parks, and then I'm Ben Kissel. And uh, yeah, I guess Hail that's Satan. Yeah, Roundtable and Top yeah. Hat. Listen to those shows too. And uh, and of course, watch your prefaces going to hell. Which, yeah, we'll which, to eventually come out with new episodes. That'll which be will be very very exciting. Absolutely. There was a fellow. It was funny. There was a fellow who posted that uh, in advertisement on the Facebook page, and then somebody wrote up. Is it worth watching? Uh, like, uh, for those that don't know, Henry is the star. If your pretty face is going to hell, and uh, I assure you, it is worth watching. Um, and it's and if you ever if you if you don't like Henry, you'll love it because he gets urinated on yeah, in the first yeah, episode. Yeah, it's great, uh, yeah. which is really uh, very perfect. Uh, so hail yourselves, everybody! Hail me! I'll game. All right, we'll talk to you. Soon. If only they could have crept a little louder. <laughs> What's that? A, a louder poop would have helped. No, 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 like, cr- crap. Okay, crap, crap. Oh, clapped. I see. Crap. I thought you said crapped. <laughs> he did. He did, technically. Oh, I That's see. I'm an idiot. Yeah. I'm wrong. I'm sorry. You misunderstood the character. I'm sorry. <laughs>